Because they love you so much. <laughs> so, so much. Goddamn much. They better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, we look good. Hey, hey, everyone. Hey, welcome to the Millennium Fandom. Hey, and I am here joined by uh, the wonderful human being, uh, Taylor Goodine. Hello. Hello, Taylor. Hey. The, the wonderful, uh, who, if I may say, is uh, a, a head of uh, a lead singer, uh, one of the lead singers for Dude Fresh. Yes, newly. Who is co-host of the Uh-Oh Feeling podcast, which I have to say is basically what spawned me to do this. <laughs> so uh, it's a super awesome podcast. Please go check it out. It's oh, that'd super be great. great. They are also on Podbean. Um, and uh, who is also a fellow cast member of Live from Lacrosse. Yes. We have a lot of things in common. <laughs> it's kind of nut bar. But it's hey, great. Before we get too far into it, mm-hmm. hey, Taylor. What are you drinking? Do you remember? Um, I forget what kind, but it is a whiskey. And you know what? I don't even, I'm just going to call it fire whiskey because it's very, <laughs> that's, that's part of what we're going to be talking about. So I don't really care what kind it is. It's just, it is a whiskey. Don't worry about it. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I myself am drinking, uh, I've, uh, I've already uh, indulged myself plenty before we started. <laughs> But I am currently drinking uh, Elysian's Space Dust IPA, which is quite delish. You it are is very a, good. You're an IPA person, mm-hmm. and that <laughs> I, I am. I that am. freaks me out to no to no level. I don't understand people who drink IPAs. <laughs> Why do you hate yourself? Oh my god! <laughs> what what is that about? <laughs> like they hurt to drink. Like... No, they don't. <laughs> they don't though. No, okay, admittedly, <laughs> admittedly, to a degree. To a degree, some uh-huh. of them, some of them, yes, yeah. they, they are incredibly overpowering. And it's now, like you have one sip, and you're like, "I regret everything. Why would? I why did I pay nine dollars for this?" I, I am not going to deny that, <laughs> not even in the lightest bit. I am not going to deny that. There, there is some truth to that fact. Uh, however, this one is okay. Oh, is it, it okay? It's fine. Now, look, I believe uh, you. <laughs> I like to think that I have some taste, and in, in to where I can look at. Uh, an IPA like this and be like, you know what? I can tolerate this. This yeah. tastes good. But no, you are absolutely correct. There are some IPAs out there where you just take a sip and you're like, oh my God, I just, like, uh, why did I take a bite of bread? Right. Somebody Liquid made this bread. on purpose. <laughs> like, why? Who did they hate? <laughs> just love yourself. Just love yourself, please. Drink wheat beers and love yourself already. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I didn't mean to come on your podcast and then harass you. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck, man? No, no, it's no, kind of so my no. thing. Nope, nope. So here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> All right, you're gonna invite me on the uh oh feeling. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna tear into your fucking shit. Oh please like, do tear into you. Like, uh, oh, this is cool. Hey, so serial killers and whatever else. But have you all just thought about Jesus? <laughs> you thought about how fucked up you are talking about this? <laughs> like, seriously, come on. Emily and I need to be knocked down a peg, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right. Any hoosies <laughs> off topic. So I asked you on here. Well, actually, you, you posted something because you had just finished reading the, I, the series i finished a podcast that went in depth through this harry potter series gotcha. just recently. okay 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 so yeah so i brought you on to talk about harry potter now yeah. admittedly i know little to nothing really about harry potter i was wondering okay yeah little to nothing 
So that's kind of half the fun of this podcast is because yeah. I want people on here like you who can tell me, inform me of Harry Potter or whatever the whatever the fandom is. Right. Um, now we've got a few we've got a few movies because my my youngest son I've got three kids and he's the middle kid he he enjoys Harry Potter and so he's got the first four movies he still doesn't seem to quite have the attention span to make it through a lot of them that's fair they get like heavier and more complicated as you go along and yeah yeah, yeah. so I mean he but he's seen the first two enough to make him really interested in it I I would love. I, it's still kind of a goal of mine to sit through and watch all of them all the way through. Yeah. Because I have enough books that there's no fucking way in hell. You're never going to get to I'm never going to get it. <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no way. Look, that's fair. So, <laughs> so, okay, so you're a big... So then, obviously, you're really into us. I mean, if, you, yeah. if you've listen to podcasts about this you you're into this shit yeah you really have to give a fuck because that that podcast was like 60 episodes long and some of the episodes would be an hour to an hour and a half they ended doing like two chapters at a time and each episode was over two hours long so it was like every sentence was recounted by these people so i feel like i've reread them (laughs) but i didn't have to do any reading (laughs) Okay. okay yeah um i will say to you um this is me being a dick. I think you should re- watch the yeah. movies, but just keep in mind that some of the movies are not not just bad representations of the books, but bad movies <laughs> by so, themselves. So they are. Some of them. Some of them do an okay job. Some okay. of them are terrible. See, and, and that was kind of that was gonna be one of my questions because yeah. it, it seemed like out of all all of the the uh, book to film adaptations, this is this is one of them that I've heard the least flack about really yeah yeah, oh wow okay yeah but maybe that's just because i'm not into the potter universe sure you know but it seemed like i've heard very little about that i mean like i and and this may come up in a later podcast about you know ready player one you know i i I was huge into the book i read Mm -hmm. the book before i saw you know before even a movie was talked about when when that was talked about, it was like, ah, we'll never get all the licensing rights, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, ah, it'll never happen. And then it started to happen. I'm like, cool, lost my shit. Yeah. Saw the movie and I was just kind of like, it was fun. It was different. But but um that that's that's kind of my frame of reference. I mean sure, wh- yeah. wh- when you look at something like Harry Potter, uh, you know, I mean I can go into depth with with Ready Player One and and, and I can I can see that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Harry Potter, I, I've got no I've got no basis. And so, right. but but I feel like I, I I'm enough into uh, into the nerd culture where I feel like I would have heard something. Yeah, but. and I mean I think it existed, but like when they were coming out, a lot of us were younger, young enough that we were just excited to have something else being made Fair. that was Harry Potter. So Fair. like that's cool. It's really like you're seeing sort of a resurgence in the fandom right now of people who are now older looking back on things and being like, well, that fucking sucked. <laughs> why didn't I notice that? Because you were nine, and that's why. <laughs> like, so okay. there's, okay. yeah, I think Fair. that might be part of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Harry Potter fandom is, as with most fandoms, it, there's a lot of people in it, and some people are shit, and some people are never going to like anything about it no matter what happens. Yeah. So there was some flack to be had even at the time i think but fair enough not too not too terrible i don't think sure so okay so what when did you get get into it what 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 brought you into the harry potter fandom what brought um, you into the books i think what helped 
I might have been reading the books before this, but what helped for me was that I was 11 years old when the first movie came out. Okay. And that's how old Harry Potter is when he, like, gets his letter to go to Hogwarts. You're 11 years old. So, like, the books had already, the first three maybe books had come out in America already. Uh Um, But when that movie was coming out, I was like, oh, shit, I'm Harry Potter. Like, (laughs) oh, my God, I'm exactly his age. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I I was into it pretty early on. I think I read, like, I tore through the first three books early on then had to wait sort of for the fourth and I remember like did you do drop everything and read at school at all I don't know if that was like a thing for very long that was not me I because it wasn't until like probably five years ago that I really got back oh yeah that's fair I think I I credit drop everything and read with the reason why I read books, because now I'm the opposite. I don't read books. I fall asleep, like, if I try. <laughs> but I used to read a ton, sure. and it was because they would just be like, no class for two hours. Go sit and read. Oh, my God. And that was it. It was awesome. That sounds amazeball. Yeah, so I just I tore through the books and then would have to wait for the next one and tear through that and was pretty into it to the point where, like, I would fight with my parents that I couldn't go to see the movie premiere uh, at midnight. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, because I was, like, I think I was, like, 15, and they were like, you have to go to school, idiot. <laughs> like, but, but why, though? I know, exactly. I don't... <laughs> do you understand that this is the sixth Harry Potter movie, <laughs> and why do we need to fight? <laughs> like, um, I think I was finally old enough. I went to, like, the book premiere like that's how big harry potter was like sure, the book yeah. premiere would oh, be it was a huge thing. yeah it was huge so like you'd go to your barnes and noble and they'd have a whole thing there'd be face painting and people you know running around looking like wizards and yeah, then yeah yeah at midnight they'd give you the book yeah and, and i did that once for the seventh book the final one yeah, yeah so that was pretty awesome and like by that point all your friends are reading it or you've got people online you can talk to about mm-hmm. it the fandom was huge yeah so i was just like really big into it for a while and only just recently in the last couple months started getting back into it with the podcast i referenced before it's called okay. binge mode okay um because they just so unabashedly love this thing that's old now i mean it's you yeah, know, yeah like yeah. a decade old but yeah, yeah. they're super into it and it's nice to hear people love this thing that i loved so much and like Revisiting it has been really cool. So did, did was it the books first or was it the movie first? Was it the movie that spawned the books or the books that spawned the movie? I think I might have like heard about the movie coming out and then read the books because my dad was a big like, nope, you got to read the books. I'm not going to go show you a movie. <laughs> okay. Go sit down and read the books. So I know okay. I read I know I know read the books first, I'm pretty sure, but like I think hearing about the movie was probably what okay. made it happen. Sure, sure. Yeah. Awesome. Fun. It's pretty fun. I mean, there's just so much to learn <laughs> see and, and i remember too actually now that you now that you bring that up uh back back in my back in the day i used to work for tv19 i was a little i was a cameraman oh yeah and i remember actually when the seventh book came out and there was a line oh yeah outside of barnes and noble oh in, my god yeah in uh on alaska wisconsin and i would have to go uh, as a local cameraman and i would We'd interview these these kids right. dressed up like like Harry yep. Potter. And it was so cute and it was so great. And I'm like, oh my god! Like, you know, at the time, I just had, I mean, I obviously I could see it in front of me, but I just had no idea. Like, I'm just kind of like, what's the job? Big deal, <laughs> right? <you know? laughs> yeah. Says the what's guy, this kid shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Says says the fucking guy who <laughs> camped out for the first like at least two prequels of Star Wars. Oh, you know, that's upsetting for you. <laughs> hey, shots fired. I'm hey, just, no. Look, no, I hey like no. Star Wars. I'm just mad about the prequels, as I that's think fair. everybody is that's, a little bit. That's fair. It's that's just, fair. It sucks that you had to, like, spend your time and, like, for something that wasn't as good as it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, <what> was it? <laughs> 
Now, hey, it was the experience. You're right. Like, honestly, yeah, I saw those in theaters too, but with my dad, and he was just, he would walk out of those being like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I've never seen such disappointment on my dad's oh, face. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Oh, no, no, I still think they were fun, but that's the thing. Like, when the Harry Potter movies, even when they sucked, yeah. and you would walk out being like, well, all right, at least you still had, like, the book to fall back on and be like, well, that's sure. the real story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get that with Star Wars, unfortunately. <laughs> new, new. So, I mean, there's obviously a very clear difference because I, like, I feel like at least between, between those two fandoms, there's there's a very clear definition. It, it seems like you have you you don't have people who are equally Star Wars and equally Harry Potter. It always seems yeah. like there's you're one or the other. You're like it's kind of true. I, I'm a huge Potter fan and I like Star Wars or like I like Star Wars and Harry but, Potter's. I mean, cool. I heard about it. Yeah, that's kind of true. That's really weird. I didn't think about that because, like, you could say it's almost a generational thing, but then, like, my husband Jake is also like, he loves Star Wars. It was his whole thing. He wore out like four different sets of VHS tapes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and he also never read Harry Potter. <laughs> like, yeah, could not give right, less of a shit. Right. Yeah. Now, now see, like me, uh, same thing. I've got, I've got books downstairs. Star Wars books. Uh, same mm-hmm. with my wife. We've. We've collected novels, and um, she's a huge Boba Fett fan. So we've got nice. memorabilia downstairs. Um, uh, like I, I love like Han Solo is my favorite character. So I, I feel like I've got Millennium Falcons just fucking littered all over this <laughs> goddamn house in Hell little yeah. places. Uh, but I've always, I still always have wanted to sit down and watch Harry Potter, the first one, all the way to the last. I, I have wanted to do just a marathon run of all the films because yeah. it's, it still holds my interest enough. It's a great story. Yeah, I think it, it's held up for this long and captured that many people because it is a great story. And yeah. I do recommend doing that. I think, like, at some point, if you got, you know, 56 hours to kill or something, and you just got to. <laughs> is it seriously 56? No, I, oh, I was going to say. I just Jesus know that, Christ. like, a lot, all the movies ended up being at least two and a half hours long toward the back half of them there. Oh, so, sure. like, it's a, it's a long time. It's a commitment. Sure. And there were eight movies. So. Yeah. yeah, that was like, you know, the seventh one was when they started splitting up all books into two movies to get your money twice. Yes, yeah. yes, those fucking That bastards. was like one of the first ones to do it, I think. And, and you know, like everybody caught on. They're like, right. holy shit, we should totally do this. Right. Looking back, I was sort of like, I get it. There's a lot of shit you got to get through in the seventh book, even though it's one of the smaller ones, but still. And there's always that argument, too, like in a book, in a book. A book, book to film adaptation. You're never gonna get all the stories. Oh yeah, so I mean, right. you're you're always gonna have that that conflict of like, well, what do we put in there? How much do we put? You know what I mean? Right. Like, what do we cut? Like, what's vital to the story? What's not? Right. Um. So it's it's, I get the struggle, but, God, damn it, God damn it. Sometimes they do such a piss poor job of making. <laughs> Awful. Like, I don't know how you could read the same book as another person and then just decide certain things are completely not important to the rest of the story. It's like, do you understand that character at all? Do you care about the rest of the book, like, series? Yeah, man. The problem I think that Harry Potter suffered from was that it had, uh, like, a different director for almost every movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I um, did not know that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. The first two was Christopher Columbus... I remember that because of his name, right? (laughs) But, like, then the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one, the sixth one all had different dudes. I think the last two of the seventh were one guy. But, like, that means, like, a different director's vision is always, like, 
they're not necessarily lining up like, well, I'm setting up this for this book so that oh, you can sure. pay it off in the next movie. Like, oh, okay. no one was doing that, I don't think. And, you know, there are screenwriters, I think, who probably stayed on and J.K. Rowling had, like, oversight over everything to a certain extent, I think. But I think, like, when a director's vision is kind of the last say, like, you yeah. can really get lost in the weeds of, like, what did I just cut out? You know, three movies ago, it didn't seem important, but now it's important because, uh, you know, okay. the, the book brought it back. Like, sure. It's, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, examples that, like, what do you know about Harry Potter? What do I know? Yeah. Oh, if you got spoiled, it doesn't. Okay. I, I'm good. You. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, like. Spoiler alert, right. I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> spoiler alert for there. this old series. <laughs> <laughs> There's like. There's like a house elf character. His name is Dobby. And he's like annoying. Yeah, his, yeah. his main thing is that he's fucking annoying, especially when you first meet him <laughs> in the second movie. Sure. But over the course of the books, you see him several times and he's always there to help Harry. And like he's a he becomes a very important character who like legitimately saves Harry's life on multiple occasions. Sure. And in the seventh book, he dies like really tragically. And it's okay. like a really tough turning point for like Harry as a person. Okay. And uh they in the movies they put him in the second one when you meet him and then you didn't see him again until the seventh movie when what he was f- supposed to die. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it really sucked cuz you're like what the f- I why should I care if I'm only watching the movies why would I give a shit about this elf? <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> like See and that okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, because here's here's why I laugh at that. Here's why I laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. Because because I, I know I know what happens to him. I know what happens to him. I know how I, I know his his tragic ending. Right. right? <laughs> but I've seen the second film. Mm. So what's funny is that what you have just told me is literally <laughs> all that I've seen of Bobby the House Elf. I'm not even kidding. I'm so like, sorry. You know, because I genuinely thought I'm like, oh, here's a character. Like I, because uh, I've seen bits and pieces throughout the whole, throughout the whole thing, mm-hmm. throughout the whole whole uh, spread of the movies. I've seen, I've seen bits and pieces, but I think it was the first and the second film that those are the only two that I've seen. Yeah, probably from start <laughs> to finish, right? So like to only. <laughs> To, <laughs> to come to the realization that Dobby the house elf, <laughs> I've literally seen all of him. Right. Yeah. Without seeing the majority of the film series. Right. Kind of pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really shitty. Considering, <laughs> considering, I think he's at least I know he's back in the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth books. I think like yeah. he he's recurring. He sure. becomes better than that really shitty, just like getting Harry in trouble in the second movie thing <laughs> that he does. <laughs> like he's he's legitimately a very cool character. Okay. Okay. It, but yeah, it doesn't matter when he's not there. <laughs> like. You, he does some cool shit even uh, in the movie before he dies. He's you know he rescues a bunch of people. He's very okay. brave. It's still impactful in the moment, but it sure. doesn't have the weight that it would have. And there's just like so much stuff like that. Sure, oh, like throughout the whole, not even just oh, with yeah. Dobby. Dobby is like the one. Dobby's sort of a yeah one that I always think of because because he was cut out of so much. But there's sure. tons of characters who just didn't really get their due ever because sure. you just can't. I get it. Yeah. Um, but see, yeah. See, and he and he's like he he's one of those he's one of those characters or like one of those things uh, that's part of that Harry Potter universe that I've become 
well enough um, mm-hmm. accustomed with that I like I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Hey, Dobby's a house elf. <laughs> Master's I, giving Dobby a sock. I, Dobby's I a freak elf. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I get it. Okay. Like, right. That's why whenever a kid says, you know, that his mom gave him a sock, he doesn't have to do his chores. I get it. Right. <laughs> I get it. Oh, I love that. He's a free elf. Right. right. Whatever. Like I, I, I understand. So okay. do, do you ever see that tweet? Sorry. Did you ever see that tweet where it's like, Master has given Dobby a gun. What? Dobby is free. <laughs> no. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I Go would lo- on. No, that, that's all there is. That's the only part of that tweet. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, the it, idea that guns would have made all the difference I, in this universe is very <laughs> true and correct. I mean, like, <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> has has Dobby won his citizenship to America or something? Is that why he got a free gun? <laughs> right. Welcome to America, Dobby. Here's a gun. I don't know. I am a free elf. <laughs> Thank you, America, for the free gun. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was an off-track thing, but I just like I I'm not even mad. I should say, like, there's a lot. That's a tweet that just happened. Like, people are giving shits about Harry Potter again <laughs> very <laughs> recently. So, like, you're seeing a lot of that that weird stuff. You know, weird yeah, yeah. Twitter is is happening a lot surrounding Harry Potter. And I think there's a couple of reasons. Because um, the Fantastic Beasts movies are coming out now. Yes. So they've got the first one. The second one, Crimes yep. at Grindelwald, which I actually just uh, watched with our mutual friend Kat this week. And we were drunk because um, we knew we weren't going to like it. <laughs> So, so that was fun, but like, (laughs) (laughs) shitty movie, but we got fucking plowed. So, you know, I mean like Jude Law is like really hot and a a good Dumbledore. So like, that's fine. Okay. Um, yeah. But so like that's, it's brought it back into the sort of consciousness of everybody, but then also you might've seen or heard like JK Rowling's tweets. I was going to talk to you about that because, uh, because, okay. So. Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Why, why I feel like Harry Potter is still alive, and and, and mm-hmm. a large part of it is exactly what you touched on is because J.K. Rowling is on Twitter. <laughs> Pardon moi. Loved it. Thank you. Um, J.K. Rowling is on Twitter, um, and at, at first it seemed like she was like she she genuinely seemed to. Well, I mean, not that she doesn't still now, but she generally seemed to have a really good time with it, being all like, oh well here's kind of a new outlet for me to expand on the Harry Potter universe. Right, and, yeah. And at first, it was like, it was like, oh my God, J.K. Rowling like, announced that like this and this and this and this. And, and people were like, oh, cool. That makes sense. That's kind of fun. Like, right. Thank you for answering. But then it's like, hey, Dumbledore is gay. Right. That's when the tide started to turn, I think. Yeah. And for they, sure. And then, like, I kind of just started to lose interest. Yeah, that's like, fair. And, and then it just kind of seemed to be like, just kind of shrouded in controversy. And it was like, is any of this really necessary? Right. It's really hard because I I felt the same way. I like, I actually like the Dumbledore is gay thing. I don't like that she didn't put it in the books ahead of time, which is usually what people are mad about. Right. Like there was no indication. And then she just like throws that information away as a tweet. Yeah. Yeah. And that sucks. It's kind of cool to know it now and to go back and like watch the Fantastic Beast movies or like rewatch the movies or re-listen to a podcast about the books, like knowing that about Dumbledore. Uh Because there is a through line where he might have been in love with like 
this very dark wizard named Grindelwald that like okay. changed the course of his life. And it wasn't, okay. yeah. And it, it's kind of interesting to see like, maybe it wasn't just Grindelwald's ideas, like, and they weren't just boyhood friends um, that sort of drew him to Grindelwald. It was like that he was in love with him. Oh, that would, shit. Okay. That would okay. be kind of cool. Like yeah, I, yeah. I like maybe that extra depth to the story. Okay. Again, it just sucks how it was delivered. <laughs> Okay. Like, thanks, JK. Jesus. And that was going to be my question. Is there any sort of bitterness that you hold towards her for some of this, for some of these tweets that she's putting out where it's just like kind of spawning this controversy? Um, Yeah, I mean, like, that one is probably the one that I am the least pleased with overall, just, yeah, because of the whole, like, as she had said in there, like, oh, if I. If I knew it would make you this happy, I would have put it in the books. And it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. You knew it would make somebody happy. Come on. Yeah. You mean you mean all the gay kids who are reading your book? Right, right. Like, come on. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> um, <laughs> but a lot of the other one that always comes to mind, I feel like this one was more recent and everyone was like, this is this is the tweet that spawned the meme now where mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling will just say anything. Because she said that plumbing in the wizarding world is like a newer thing that they we stole from muggles, non-magical people. Okay. And before that, before there was plumbing, they would just like shit and pee wherever they wanted and then just like disappear it with magic. <laughs> that was a thing she tweeted about on purpose. Like And everyone was like, "Why did we need that?" Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking exactly. <laughs> what the I didn't. I never even saw that. Like it's bad. I, I am on Twitter. You are on Twitter. Why? Why? Right? Why though? Like we don't. We nobody, don't need that, hun. No, nobody. It's fine. Nobody needs that. Right? Like, oh fuck. <laughs> I have to say, my one thing. I was thinking about this today. Is like, it's not entirely her fault. I think she has one of the most. Um, popular like things in modern media right uh, now, like true, ever. Granted, like, absolutely. Yeah. So she also has one of the most scrutinized pieces of art, really. Like people are still there asking questions all the time. What did this mean? What did this mean? What is this? Oh, what did, like fair. how did that start? And there's an idea in like literature where it's the it's the theory that you should not connect the author with their work so much. Um, I th- there was a paper written by like a French uh, literary theorist called like the death of the author. I uh-huh. think something like that. Okay, and it was about like just just like pretend the author is dead and their intentions mean nothing. The work stands for itself alone. Sure. So just maybe try reading it like that. Just enjoy it. Yeah, just enjoy it for what it is. And just because J.K. Rowling is out there tweeting, apparently willing to answer any inane question, <laughs> doesn't mean you have to ask it. <laughs> like, like, just let it go. <laughs> I like that. Oh, my God, I like that. Right, like, that I makes like it that better. I like so much. Yeah. And, and there, there is something to be said to that. I, I've, I've come to find myself in, 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 my, in my newly, and, and I say newly, but it's been like five, <laughs> six, seven years that I've, I've come to start to... Re- start reading books and really getting interested in yeah. novels and everything else. Um, I I follow an author, Patrick Rothfuss, who's who's uh, a Wisconsin guy. Yeah. Um. He he has a book called The Name of the Wind. He's mm-hmm. he's actually making a three a three book series. At least I hope he is. Pat, if you're ever fucking listening, <laughs> make the third book already, <laughs> you dick. <laughs> What's the but series called? The King. Uh. The King. 
King's Killer Chronicles? Yeah, I King's have Killer heard of Chronicles? that. I thought his name sounded familiar. That's cool. Super good. Nice. Super good. I follow him. He's 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 just he's just a fun guy to to follow. But like, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I I just kind of have to. The only thing I want to ever harass him about is releasing the third book and then just <laughs> yeah. leaving it at that. Because yeah. there is there's a point where you just have to take the books at fucking face value, man. Right. Just take them for what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Chuck Wendig. Uh, again, he, he created the Aftermath series of Star Wars. Again, uh, if you didn't catch it from the top of the podcast, <laughs> I'm a Star Wars fan. <laughs> from the name of the podcast, Dang. from everything about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. No way. <laughs> I f- also follow him on Twitter. I don't harass him about about any uh, like he's just a delight as a person, mm-hmm. and and I I take his books at face value. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you like, have to do that. You you can't just sit there and harass these. Just use your own imagination. Everybody yeah. everybody themselves has that has that in them to just. You don't need J.K. Rowling to tell you that they make their poop disappear. <laughs> That's not a thing. Right. It's not even what the story's about. Who cares? It, like, uh, it, zero. Like, it adds zero to, to any narrative. Right. And like, also, you. <laughs> I mean, I use that as an example, but there's uh, a lot of things. Like, you don't want to be asking the author, what does this series mean? Because it doesn't, they don't even know half the time. Right. People who write stuff don't always intend for like, what you get out of it yeah, to yeah, be yeah. what they thought you were get out of it. Yeah. Like, so it's fun. Like get out of something what you wanted and you don't have to ask them whether that was correct or not, or whether you saw the right things or yes. it's fine. Yes. Did it mean something to you? That's all that's important. Yes. <sighs> um, uh, and, and to anybody who, who could potentially be listening to this, all of my two listeners, <laughs> um, uh, follow, if, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Facebook, whatever, follow a writer. You will find out that they are some of the most dysfunctional people. Oh, God, for sure. Oh, my God. Like they, any other artist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're wonderful. They're wonderful people. They're mm-hmm. wonderful people. Uh, don't take that as a, as a dick, but Jesus Christ, you will understand very quickly they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Right? <laughs> None. None. Yes. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's no different than a painter. I mean, mm-hmm. What what the artist has has drawn on a canvas is completely different than what you may see. Right. Uh, so uh, you, it's it's just a different media. Yeah. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And I think any artist like who's worth anything, they know that once they've put their art out into the world, it's not just theirs anymore. It's it's yours right. now too. It, right. Your your interpretation is valid. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. okay. That being said, J.K. still just like stop tweeting. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just stop. Just give me a rest. It's like two days. Please. 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 Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, aside, from, aside from all that. Yes. Um, if, if, you had to, if you had to go back and, and take a look and say, um, at, at, what, at what point were you, were you literally just hooked into, into the whole Harry Potter series? Uh, uh, like, like what... Was was there? Can you remember a defining moment from because because uh, you had to read the books? Your yeah. dad was like, "Read the books." Yes. <laughs> so so was there was there a point in the books where you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I think it was good for me that the first three books were, as far as I recall, released in America at the same time. Uh huh. Um, 
so you, I mean, everybody was just plowing through all three of them and you didn't have to wait to see what happened next at all. I'm, I'm very indifferent about the first two books looking back. Cause I actually read most of the books to my siblings when they were older as well. Like, oh, I, I, okay. like out loud, like hours right and on. hours. Yeah. And I reread those to them and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> this first book, her writing comes a long way. It's not great in the first book. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. it's a kid's book though. Like it is a book about kids four kids sure and then like the series grows up her writing gets better as you grow up and get to read it yeah yeah, yeah. which is kind of the best part like yeah, you yeah. become an adult with harry and the story gets more complicated so yeah i don't think i was really pulled in even kind of as a kid because i was a little older than harry when like i was when you started reading, reading the book yeah well no actually i think i was younger than harry but like um I guess I was just, like, not very connected with him in the first couple. It was a good story. But then the third book comes in. Mm-hmm. And, like, the the way they'd been structuring the stories, which is, like, Harry goes to Hogwarts. He learns these things. There are, like, parts of the story where you think something might be going on with Voldemort. And then, whoop, there he is at the end. And Harry gets away. Or defeats him in some way. Uh, sure. Um... And then I was expecting, like, every book to be like that. Why not? Every book he goes to Hogwarts, every book he learns stuff, every book there's something about Voldemort. Oop, he's there, he defeats him. Yeah, yeah, And the third book didn't do that. Uh, Voldemort is, like, not even in the third book at all. He's barely mentioned. Instead, the villain is Sirius Black, Mm -hmm. um, a guy who escaped from Azkaban and is supposedly wanting to kill Harry and uh, sneaks into the school to do so multiple times. Um, They have to, like... To put the whole school on lockdown. Harry feels very called out because he's like, oh, this guy, I don't even know why he wants to kill me, but he does. All the adults are keeping like all this information from him. And as like yeah, a yeah. kid, you're like, oh, I, I understand what it is to have adults just like not tell you stuff, oh, even shit. when it seems yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that one that really like hit something with me. And then like there's a there's a turn in that book. You're afraid of this man, Sirius Black, the whole time. And you come to find out that he is not as dangerous as you were told, that Harry and the rest of the world has been lied to about everything to do with Sirius Black. He was in prison because he was framed for a bunch of murders. He was, in fact, Harry's parents' best friend and is not the reason for their death, as they were, you know, sure. thinking at the time. Um, so he is like he is like this really tragic character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who at the same time, even when you're reading it at first, he's like really desperate. He's been living on the run. He's been trying to get to Harry, basically just to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole other thing where he is trying to kill somebody, but it's a guy who's a, a rat. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. Like, I'm like, try- how do I explain this to someone who hasn't fucking read this? Uh, <laughs> it's super crazy. Thank you. Layman's terms. Yes. He has been trying to kill someone, but it has not been Harry. He's been trying to get like, he's been trying to avenge the death of Harry's parents, his best friends. Um, And Harry learns the truth at the very end. And you meet this, this man, Sirius Black, and he's weirdly charismatic, even though he's been wasting away in prison for 12 years and he's kind of half out of his mind, but I loved him immediately I was like, wow, this guy's fucking awesome (laughs) and really sad. And so he's actually my favorite character in all the series. Okay. My second favorite character is also introduced in that book, Harry's Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, Remus Lupin. Um, And they they continue on for several more books and they 
do so much to make Harry like the person he is. And they are really fun and interesting characters by themselves. And so like, I think meeting that character, I was like, this is it. I got to do this forever. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I think it, I don't know. I, I was, I kind of thought through that a while back of like why one character appeals to people versus another and everybody's got sort of their favorites and I don't even really know what it is half the time. Well, uh, it seems like a lot of time it's just, it's the relate, how you can relate to a character. So, I mean, I'm sure it's, uh, I can't say for certain, but it sounds like they're, they're in some form or fashion, you can relate to this character. Right. But uh, I mean, I, I, I can, I can see like, it sounds like it sounds like it's because that book, the third book, didn't fit the mold. Mm-hmm. There was something about it that was different because it, it sounds like you were saying you know the first one it was like oh Harry learned some stuff he goes to Hogwarts and he defeats Voldemort. Right. Okay, second one he goes to Hogwarts, learns some stuff, defeats Voldemort, and then all of a sudden third one it's like whoa, shit yeah. got real. It it is weird that like defeating Voldemort is like peanuts at this point. <laughs> Harry did right, it when right, he was right. a baby. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It really did feel like that one was shit got real, and like it was much more adult than the other two. Yeah, yeah. He was facing something much more relatable. I think, like with with every adult in his life, like being yeah. like, you don't need to know why someone's trying to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's and that's what I kind of liked about it. Even mm-hmm. just watching the first one, uh, 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 watching the first film when um, what is it? Uh, when when uh. Hermione goes to uh, use, like, uh, she goes into the ladies' bathroom or whatever, and then suddenly there's a fucking troll there. Oh, yeah. And, and so, so then the, the, the three of them are, are battling this troll. Right. And then, you know, there's, there's um, you know, Snape. Uh, um, is it McGonagall that comes Ma- McGonagall, in? McGonagall. Yeah. And then and Dumbledore. And they're mm-hmm. all just kind of, they're like, uh, and whoever uh, the... Quirrell? Is it? I don't know if Quirrell was in I, that part, but whoever the hell uh, Voldemort like kind of—he's on the back of his head. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Quirrell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're all there, and they're mm. like, and they're all just kind of tight-lipped about why there's a fucking troll in the bathroom, and it's like, you motherfuckers, right? You fucking adult motherfuckers. Exactly. What are you hiding? So I, I get that draw mm-hmm. because I even I as an adult was like, hey, hey. Wait a minute. <laughs> What's your deal? Right. Well, that's kind of the one thing I, because so much of the series is actually about that, about like people withholding information from Harry at different moments and him doing sometimes really bad shit with that and sometimes, you know, making his own way. Um, but th- that is actually like a huge part of the series as a whole is Harry almost never has the entire truth about who he is or what is the point of him is or yeah. what he is supposed to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're reading that as a kid, you're from Harry's point of view in the book anyway, but you're like so on his side. Like, fuck yes. Dumbledore, man. Like, how dare he <laughs> lie and like not tell me everything? I remember being so mad at Dumbledore specifically. Right, right. Yeah, because, like, some of the things, like, Harry doesn't have all the information in the fifth book, and that leads to him making a lot of rash decisions, and a man winds up dead. And, like, it's really bad. And I, I remember feeling so much for Harry in that and in the rest of the series. Every time he was lied to, you just come at it from the kid's perspective. Right. But now... <laughs> Yeah, right. A little right. older, re-listening to this podcast, like I'm like, Harry didn't need to know that shit. You write Dumbledore. Like <laughs> <laughs> Harry was fucking fifteen. <laughs> 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 
god, that's so funny. That's so funny. Because it's so true. Because let's be honest, that's just adult. Yes. That's just adulting. Yes, I, that's how I knew I grew up. I found out I grew up this month. I was like, oh. I go, shit, I'm old now. <laughs> oh. oh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter putting into perspective people's lives and adulthood. Right? No, it's true, though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I recommend anybody who's like, yeah, I cared about that as a kid, go back. You seriously are like, shut the fuck up, Harry. <laughs> Let the man work. <laughs> God, you're such a little bitch. <laughs> seriously. Ugh. It's very true. Uh, <laughs> That's... But but the, on a serious note, that that is what I've heard was so great about this series was, and you touched on it earlier was um, how when you were a kid, you were you, you were Harry's age, mm-hmm. and then as as you were reading the books, you you were still the same age, so you were growing up with Harry, right? And that's what I've heard was such a such a um, a phenomenal thing with these books, you know, because uh, it seems like with a lot of um, a lot of series of books. The typically the lead character kind of stays the same age or may age like a year or two. Yep. They don't go from, uh, you know, grade school to fucking like almost post puberty. It right. seems like you know what I mean. So uh, I've heard that's just a phenomenal draw, and I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's absolutely great. I think that's such an awesome thing. I, I almost kind of wish that I was privy to that yeah it's kind of a really there's like a a small number of years you where you could have been like probably my age because i was again young i was in 1996 i think is when the first books actually came out i'm not sure if they came to america right away i don't think so but i was only like seven (laughs) so sure sure. um but then and then it, it took almost 10 years, I think, for... I think it was, like, 1996 to, like, 2007 or something was when the books were coming out. Okay. Um, And it's seven years of Harry's life over 10 years. So you really are... It's not that... It's almost a one-to-one ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's pretty cool that, yeah, you're growing up. I was a little young, maybe, to be starting out, especially getting the first three books. Uh, He was ahead of me in age for a while. Okay. But But there are some people who are just a few years older than me who probably knew exactly what it was like to be exactly his age most of the time. And I I think that was kind of a really big part of it because, like, even her writing changes over time. Yes. It's crazy. And that's that's the other part, too, that I thought was fantastic was Mm -hmm. the fact that, like, because you you look at it and and I've, uh, even in the films, you you get that same demeanor of, of like, oh, child's movies, whatever. But then as they grow, you're like, fuck, this got dark. It's, yeah. (laughs) You can... Oh my god! That was always the joke. Was like when you zoom in on the um, the Universal Studios logo at the like beginning. Yeah, or maybe yeah. it's the WB or whatever. No, no, it is the yeah. Universal. Yeah, because I've seen that. I've yes, seen the, the change of that. over that over yeah. time of that and how like actually dark it gets. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. That would that was like how you would know what this movie was about to be like. <laughs> You're like, oh <laughs> shit, it's black now. You can't even see it anymore. <laughs> like <laughs> we're about to get fucked. <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. Um, I, I still really not. Now I'm like almost 
twice as motivated to go yes. and watch these fucking movies. Good. Man. Jesus Christ. And maybe if you watch the movies and you're like, well, I feel like I'm missing something, maybe one day you'll you'll find time to read the books. I have them all. You could have them if you want. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. I know, right? And, and I, I have to say, I'm not terribly surprised by this, as you are the one that turned me on to, was it... Uh, uh, Jonathan Norrell and oh Miss, yeah oh no, Jonathan Strange and Jonathan Mr. Norrell yes Norrell. that's right you which did a, end up reading that which is a fantastic book yes uh, it is any of our listeners if you're into like like was it 18th century and sort of magic whatever mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell beautiful wonderful wonderful book wonderful so book. good yeah it's, I love that's actually still my favorite book I think and, ever uh, what what I what I have found really uh, really strange is uh, since I'm still I still I, I still consider myself like a, a new reader. Oh you know sure, what yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. Like, but it was a very intimidating book. Like it's it is thick as fuck. It's so huge, you guys. But but it was such an easy read. Mm-hmm. It was so quick and it went by so fast. It was so great. It was so great. So still, thank you because that was a fantastic. Book. Oh, I'm so glad. Yay. Yeah, I'm super glad. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> one. Would recommend. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Absolutely, it, it was. And, and what, what I was worried about though was where it was going, where, sure, yeah. where, the, where the ending was, and I was not like I was just like, oh my god, I did not expect it to end like that. Yeah, I'm so not disappointed. I know it was so good. Yeah, it was so good. I was like, make a second one, but also if you didn't, mm-hmm. I get it. Like it's right? still good. It's a satisfying, and <laughs> I mean it's sad, but it's good. Yeah, yeah right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. It's uh, the best kind of ending. It was, it was a, it was an Empire Strike Back. Oh yeah, ending. nice. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I just I just did that on the fly. You did. Thank you. Saw you doing it. No big deal. <laughs> NBD. Those NBD. are always, <laughs> those are always the best endings of anything when they're like, it's bittersweet, but I see what you did there, and I'm not even mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk extended universe. Okay. Uh, we mentioned a little bit. Um, uh, Fantastic Beasts. Yes. Yeah. Now that that was something that I knew was, um. Tied to the Harry Potter universe. Oh yeah, but it seemed very lightly. Like it's, it seemed like a very standalone story, which was, which was fantastic. I saw, I saw the first one, and um, was very. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Oh, it's uh, that one's really good and fun. It was yeah. really good. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, it was super great. Uh, we actually got my son, the, the Harry Potter fan, uh, a little stuffed Niffler. Oh my god, so cute! It was so cute. That's really great. It's got a little pocket. You can sit there and stuff money in it. Yes, it's well, super adorable. And I think that's true. I think that one is that one feels very standalone-y. But then you know, somewhere over the course of that one uh, being released, they announced they were going to do five of them fuckers. What? Yeah, and we were like, "What are you gonna do? <laughs> How?" But what we're finding out now is that it does tie into canon. It's just much earlier okay. in the story. Um, okay. So, like Albus Dumbledore, who is a very old man in the Harry Potter series. Yes. Um, I don't actually even know how old Dumbledore is. He's old as shit, though. <laughs> um, but he is a younger man, still, you know, middle aged, probably in right. this story. And they introduce him. He's played by Jude Law in right. uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald, the yeah. second one. And, uh, and so now you're like, okay, what's. What are you okay? We've got a character from the original series. Yeah. We know he was in some way involved with Grindelwald from the original series. Yeah, that guy's clearly the main villain now. So uh, it's yeah. yeah, it seems like they're really working to connect that part of the canon. Okay, so it's going to be several movies worth, I guess, of 
old, old, old stuff that will hopefully, hopefully help you sort of get a greater view of the Harry Potter universe if they do it right. Right. Which crimes of Grindelwald, you guys, I don't know. <laughs> and, and, and it's some shit again, following both, uh, knowing you and following Cat. Oh yeah. On social media, uh, Cat uh, uh, is is a friend of both of ours. Mm-hmm. She's she's also a fellow cast member of Live from Lacrosse, and she guest hosts on uh, the Uh Oh Feeling. Yeah. Um. She is. She has expressed feelings <laughs> about the crimes of Grindelwald. All um, the way from mild disappointment to outrage, depending on how drunk she is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure uh, you've seen all those tweets. I have. <laughs> Which makes me question how badly I myself would like to see it. Um, if you don't give a shit about Harry Potter canon, then it's fine. Well, it's not fine. It's oh. too long and there's too many characters. <laughs> it's okay. That's not good. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> That's why we're here. We're having fun. Right. There's still some fun, like, kid-friendly, like, stuff with the animals and Newt interacting with like the these magical beasts that's still okay. around there's still a lot of cute moments like that fun uh i think his name is jacob the non-magical guy in the first movie yes i forget the actor who plays him but he's great and he's okay. just he's just like a funny he's less funny in this he, one but he's still there <laughs> he he's kind of the comic relief yeah yeah still and okay. it's cool to see like a non-magical character be important in this series so sure. i hope he sticks around okay but yeah i mean like there's there, I think there's reasons to watch. It's just, you know, <laughs> look, I'm just, I'm just, I have a lot of feelings about how they're going to fuck this up, like, real bad. It's like, it's like they're getting dates wrong on stuff. Like, you go to Hogwarts at one point in it because yeah. they're confronting Dumbledore, who at that point is uh, the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Right. And then Minerva McGonagall comes in, who we know, she's also a teacher during Harry's time. Yep. She should not be born yet by the time this mo- when this movie is taking place. When Crimes of Grindelwald takes place, Minerva McGonagall should not be born yet, but she is like easily late 20s and already a teacher in this. And you, you can just tell they were like, wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be cool if we put McGonagall in here? Uh... No, bitch. We all know math. Like, <laughs> we, know, we know if she should be here or not, and she shouldn't. <laughs> like, God. Damn it. It's yeah, so you're you kind of wonder like, you know, it says written by JK Rowling at the end, but but why though? But who knows what they're going to fuck with? Like uh, so god damn it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that one, but that's that's fair. And and I've heard I I've kind of heard the the conflicting sort of timeline even even with um even with uh Dumbledore because yeah, yeah. you look at Jude Law and he looks like this, you know, some mid mid to late 30 something and then all of a sudden like between between Crimes of Grindelwald and the first Harry Potter, he seems to have aged about sixty years. Yeah, <laughs> so that's he's... that's partially some casting <laughs> shit, I think. Because like, like the first Dumbledore in the first the two movies that you've seen, the, that yes. Dumbledore, he's not Dumbledore for the rest because he died after that film. Mm-hmm, like the actor mm-hmm. died, which is tragic. Yes, yes, yes. But like that's how old they made Dumbledore. Right, right. I mean, they made him death age. Right, which is probably not great. Yeah. Um, I know, like, it's hard to make Jude Law appear to be, um, older and more grizzled than he is, because he's just, like, way too handsome to not, <laughs> so. Come on, not no. Not no. Okay, not no. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I knew you were there with me. Yeah, yeah I'm on the level. I'm on the level. 
<laughs> you know what? You know what's gonna happen? <laughs> it's gonna happen out of this podcast. Because uh-huh. if, if anybody who's listening has has listened to our uh, my Final Fantasy VII podcast, mm-hmm. I made a comment about how, and I was just talking to this uh, about my wife tonight mm-hmm. um, about about this. Uh, how in Final Fantasy VII, there's a point in the game where you have to cross dress, right? In order to get, in order to progress the story, now <laughs> of course they are remaking it. Now, uh, Final Fantasy VII, I believe, came out in actually in '97, I think, or some, somewhere around you know late '90s. Sure. So graphics not great. Mm, right. Everybody was all blocky. Like I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Oh they yeah. Were, they were fucking blocks. <laughs> um, so they're re- they're remaking it or talking about remaking it, and so uh, me and Joe Loken, who is. Uh, co-hosting with this with me uh we're talking about oh yeah well you know i he was saying he'd really like to see that piece of it just because he'd think it would be funny i'm like well (laughs) i better not get you know turned on or something (laughs) i'm like well i mean you know i mean i guess if i do (laughs) i mean like so i mean now we're talking about jude law and i'm like (laughs) well I, I mean, mean I, if it's Jude Law, I mean, in a fucking he, in a nice, you know, three piece suit or something, it just right. I don't. I think I might be learning things about myself. I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, look, Jude Law's like Jude, Jude Law's raw <laughs> sexuality <laughs> knows no gender norms and knows no orientation. It's fine. <laughs> like. You really are like I want this to be a journey for you. This entire podcast <laughs> is a journey of you discovering just some new stuff about you, yo. <laughs> I just oh, God damn it. <laughs> this is this is the point of the podcast where I want to say I'm going home. I am already home. You are home now. Uh, <laughs> I am happily married. Mm-hmm. I have three children. Um, but I like have, also. <laughs> but you law. Yeah. Yes. It's, There's nothing wrong with this. <laughs> it's it funny because because also to follow that up, to follow that up, oh, what I was talking about, you know, about like this whole Final Fantasy VII thing. Yeah. Um, uh, I was I was then telling her about um, uh, how uh, John Barrowman oh, uh, yeah. from Doctor Who, uh-huh. how he's just awesome, 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 awesome at, at, in, at conventions and how... He just like he's pretty much game for whatever when people want to take fan photos with him. That's so awesome. And so I was like, I was like, yeah, if John Barrowman were like, if I were ever in that position where I was like, oh, 40 bucks for a picture with John Barrowman, and I was just like, hey, John Barrowman, what like I don't know, you just want to like kiss and take a picture? And he was like, he was like, yeah, cool. I'd be like, all right, sweet. I mean, look. Also, not no on that one. That looks really good. How can you pass that up? Right, uh, right. John Barman. If he'd be down for it, yeah. John Barman is—he's another one of those. It's just like, yeah, dude. Any, anyone, anywhere. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> stuff's happening. So this is really just a journey of discovery. So about Harry Potter. Uh huh. You want to? You want me to tell you more about Dumbledore? <laughs> he's gay and he's Jude Law. Do you want to <laughs> talk about it? <laughs> I can't anymore. This podcast is done. It's the podcast. It's done. I can't do this. 
This has been it. This is the last episode of this oh, podcast. No. Oh, no. I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Nothing. Nothing. Oh my God. Nothing tops. No, I... I mean, look. <laughs> I, I'm just having. I know. I'm just drinking. <laughs> That's the last like three minutes of this is just us drinking. Uh, Silence. We're not friends anymore. Okay. No, <laughs> no. You've brought out something in me, Taylor. <laughs> I'm gonna send you Dumbledore memes now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not no, but god damn it. Anybody listening to this, just. Right now, wherever you are, send off a quick, <laughs> quick Dumbledore meme. <laughs> Please. Preferably topless Jude Law. Yes. Find my email. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm, oh, my. Also, could I get in on that? Can I have some? <laughs> no, no. You started this. Oh, it's fuck. mine now. You're it's right. <laughs> Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> oh, what have we done? I, don't I, got know. So, I got so mad, my watch fault. My watch <laughs> folded off. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so, <laughs> I think this is a good spot to stop. I think you know what? Sure. <laughs> Us getting it back from this brink at this point <laughs> would be amazing. No, so I don't know if we. Yeah, can. <laughs> I, I don't think that's happening. So, uh, Taylor. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me Thank up you. in the attic today. Thank you so much for having me oh, on. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> it sure has been something. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I don't know what we're going to talk about for the next episode, but this one's been revealing. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, hey, gang, stick around. It's been fun. Uh, Taylor, thank you so much. Thank you. This was awesome. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe we'll do this again. I don't know. <laughs> uh, when they come out with the fifth uh, Fantastic Beast movie. Right. Fucking hell. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Tune in next time. 